spend about five minutes on the internet, what you'll find is a bunch of gas bags making predictions about sports as well as society. Let's listen to what a 10-year-old kid, my nephew Oscar, predicted just a week ago. He hit the trifecta. What are they this year? Okay, the first one is the Dallas Cowboys are back in the mix. Yes! The second one is the Packers need a new coach. For sure. And the third one is still no one really likes Kale. It's Jay. I'm the author of Maximize Your Medicare, the 2018 edition. Find out all of the information, podcast, YouTube channel, free newsletter, www.maximizeyourmedicare.com. Today's podcast is brought to you by the Great Humanity Healthcare Foundation. You can go to greathumanityhf.org. Better yet, this holiday season, you can go to smile.amazon.com. You can select the Great Humanity Healthcare Foundation to receive a small percentage of your total purchase price to be contributed to the Great Humanity Healthcare Foundation. As always, today is not financial advice, even though I'm qualified and certified to do so. I would have to know a lot more about your personal situation. Okay, so now you're listening to the podcast and the Medicare annual election period AEP has ended. That means that you're too late. You have missed the deadline to freely select your Medicare Advantage plan to freely select a standalone prescription plan. That does not mean that all is lost. New for 2019, just days away, just a few days away. There will be a new election period, which will run the first three months of 2019. It is called the open enrollment period. Now, again, I'm not going to go down the wormhole of why I don't like the ideas of anybody calling and the government especially calling something the open anything because the reality is is that there are enrollment rules and windows for different coverages that kind of accompany base Medicare. There are different rules about initial enrollment to Medicare, et cetera, et cetera. The idea of open kind of gives the wrong impression that you can just do so freely without thinking and without penalty. None of that is true. You would have to know the enrollment rules. That said, if you do understand the rules, the rules are heavily tilted in the consumer's favor. I can't stress that enough is that people think, well, the carrier is trying to get me and the government is trying to put us in the wrong spot. I completely disagree with that completely. The reality is the flexibilities that Medicare affords to people, that it grants to people, as long as you understand the rules, the rules are largely in the consumer's favor. So what can you do beginning on January 1st? What you can do is change Medicare Advantage plans from your existing Medicare Advantage plan. Well, I just said the word existing Medicare Advantage plans. What does that mean? That means that you must be a current Medicare Advantage plan 
member in order to switch from Medicare Advantage plan number one to Medicare Advantage plan number six. You can change across carriers. That means that just because your existing carrier is carrier A, that plan one and plan six do not have to be from the same carrier. So you can change carriers and plans within that carrier as long as you are already enrolled for a Medicare Advantage plan on January 1st. Well, why would you wanna do that? There are a lot of reasons. There's a long list of reasons, and I'm going to highlight just a couple. The first one is, of course, that you discover that the network that existed in your plan, let's call it in 2017, 2018, a plan which were stable, that you have a new doctor, and that doctor doesn't belong to your existing plan. You may newly discover this right in January. Well, then you'll be able to switch. Where's another one? Prescription drug costs. Of course, that is the high cost item on an ongoing basis. Our observations have been that Medicare Advantage carriers have clearly allocated a great deal of money and resources into the prescription drug benefit portions of Medicare Advantage plans. They've had every right to do so, because basically what ends up happening is Medicare Advantage plans receive basically what looks like an allowance like you might give to your adolescent child. Now, federal regulations require them to use 80 cents of their entire allowance on claims by policyholders, members, you. The best way to do that, the way to attract customers policy owners, other Medicare eligible, of which there are 60 million, is to enhance, strengthen the prescription drug portions. And some of these are quite extreme. I have even seen insulin being a tier one or tier two medication, which has made it without copay if you had that delivered via mail order. This exists. Now, I'm not going to say or promise you that the plan, the Medicare Advantage plan in your particular location has features like that to that extreme, but it is worth checking out. It has been worth checking out. This is why crazy people write books and you know post podcasts and YouTube videos about the topic for people to check every year. And here's your reason right here which is that even if your health situation has remained stable, you haven't moved, you live in the same location, your medication list is the same as it was last year, that does not mean that the sellers have not adjusted. The sellers are smart and their pencils are sharp. Here's your example right there. So you can change across Medicare Advantage plans. That's fairly clear. In addition to that, you can cancel your Medicare Advantage plan and return to original Medicare, Part A, Part B, and select a standalone prescription plan. Well, who would want to do this? The people that will want to do this 
are, for example, people who want to switch from Medicare Advantage to Medigap. So in the newsletter, basically, and in most podcasts, and as well as blog posts, basically everywhere that I've mentioned this, this switching process, the reason I don't like the notion or the usage of the terminology open enrollment under Medicare is right here, which is that there are situations where your application to Medigap is a certainty, slam dunk certainty. When's that? You first turn 65. That's the most obvious. There are other more subtle ones, which is that, for example, there are something called guaranteed issue situations. Those are federally mandated. For example, your retiree plan ends without you choosing to end it is one. When's another one? You have been working and covered by your employer provided plan until the age of, let's just say, 70, and then you decide to retire. You've not enrolled in Part B because you were covered by your employer provided plan. Then you decide to retire. Yes, your application to Medigap would be a certainty. It's a subtle point, but reality is federal protections do not protect you to voluntarily cancel your employer-provided retiree plan and simply switch into Medigap. Now, this is the most subtle point, probably the most subtle point that I've ever mentioned on any podcast episode, which is that certain carriers have flexed this rule. Not all. They're not all required by federal regulation. Nevertheless, certain carriers have flexed the rule, which is to the benefit of applicants. And that is if those persons can find the carriers, those certain carriers will allow you to voluntarily end your retiree plan as long as you have had continuous coverage and then they will allow you to apply for their Medigap plan without medical underwriting. This is pretty powerful stuff. And the reason is, for example, let's just say you were newly diagnosed with something that was very, very serious. And you realize that you would hit your annual out-of-pocket maximums and all of the cost-sharing responsibilities under your employer-provided plan, whether that be a retiree plan or as an active employee. Well, now all of a sudden, it is possible if you are selecting the right carrier that the carrier will not ask you the background medical history and information in order to accept your application. That does not mean you can just select any carrier randomly and expect to be accepted. I actually posted a YouTube video as well as blog posts and articles and newsletters that say that even though the Medigap contracts are standardized, that does not mean that the Medigap carriers are all equal. And here is one of the differences amongst those carriers. Yep, I just looked. It's podcast 76, and that says that something like 
Medigap contracts are identical, carriers are not. That's part of the point. Let's just say, however, that you don't get these windows in your location or there is no carrier that will allow you to voluntarily cancel employer-provided plans and get automatic guaranteed or guaranteed acceptance. Then you need to follow what I've been writing about, what I've been saying on pod, other podcasts and on YouTube, which is that you cannot just simply cancel your Medicare Advantage plan switching to a standalone prescription plan. When you elect a standalone prescription plan, it will eject your Medicare Advantage plan. This is very, very important, and this is why order matters, meaning that it is very important if this is the path you are trying to pursue that you get your Medigap acceptance assured in writing first. That must be first because the situation that you need to avoid, that it would be very important to avoid, is to, to select a standalone prescription plan which would eject your Medicare Advantage plan and then not be accepted or be denied by Medigap. That is the worst combination I could possibly imagine. The reason it's a bad idea is because that will leave you with Part A, Part B, and Part D with no coverage for healthcare services if you went to the doctor or hospital above and beyond original Medicare. So now I've talked about what you can do. Now let's talk about the calendar and some other stipulations here. Number one, if you have not correctly enrolled in original Medicare, you've not correctly enrolled in Part A and Part B, this open enrollment period, which runs throughout the first quarter of 2019, is that window. It is going to be then the general enrollment period where you can enroll to Part A and Part B for effective date of July 1st, 2019. In addition to that, your election or your enrollment into Part A and Part B will allow you to accept or to apply, I should have rather said, into a Medicare Advantage plan for the first time. That period will begin on April 1st. Now, the bad news here is that the late enrollment penalties, if they applied to you, those do begin and those do continue to accrue all the way through the end of June. So just because you've entered into general enrollment period, let's call it on January 2nd, that next six months, January 1st through the end of June, you continue to add months to calculate your late enrollment penalties for Part A, B, and D. So this is the information on for those persons who have not correctly enrolled in Medicare or original Medicare from the jump. Now, for those persons who are going to use the open enrollment period in order to switch among 
Medicare Advantage plans, this can be done once. You cannot just switch around and choose from plan one to plan six and then go from plan six to plan four and then from plan four to plan five. You can go from plan one to plan five, but you get to do it only once throughout the first quarter of 2019 without any further changes. So you need to be careful, but the window does open for persons to switch their Medicare Advantage plans beginning on January 1st, 2019. We'll leave it there for today. We're, there are going to be a couple more episodes here before as we come into the end of the year at many places what you have are employer enrollment windows for health insurance for employees and retirees as they come to the end of the year maybe it's already occurring certain important stuff needs to be considered and in 2019 what is going to be different is the fact that since there's no individual mandate there's no tax penalty for not having individual health insurance. That can lead to very, very different decision making by households for those people who are re considering retirement now or in the upcoming year. I'm Jay. Please subscribe to the Maximize Your Medicare podcast on Apple Podcasts, anywhere that you consume podcasts. Don't forget the YouTube channel, the single most comprehensive explanation of the different parts of Medicare are sitting up there. They're, it's called Medicare ABCs. You can find the channel on YouTube.com, Maximize Your Medicare. I'm Jay. Till next time.